You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark, and I'm back with two more great tips from Chicken Soup for the Soul, the best advice I ever heard. That's the book that has been on the self-help bestseller list every week since we published it in early November. I'm sharing 20 stories from the book on this podcast on a wide variety of topics. And today, I'll share two stories that will give you great ideas for how to raise secure but adventurous children and grandchildren. In our first story, Hannah Kelly tells us that her 12-year-old son, Andrew, had just been accepted into a competitive junior high school. It was a great school, and it was a big deal to get in. But Andrew was a little hesitant about leaving his friends behind. His parents assured him he would still see those friends. And it was with that assurance that he had even agreed to apply. So Hannah was surprised when she thought she was giving him good news that he had been accepted. And he started crying out, I'm not going, I'm not going, I'm not going. Andrew wasn't normally like this. He didn't have tantrums. But when nothing had changed, after an hour and a half, Hannah didn't know what to do. Then her mother called. And Hannah poured out the whole sad story to her. Her mother could hear Andrew complaining in the background, saying that he wouldn't go to this new school. Well, here's what Hannah's mother told her to do. Tell him, fine, he doesn't have to go. What, are you kidding? Hannah said. Trust me on this, her mom said. Hannah was very reluctant to say those words to her son, that he didn't have to go to the new school. Do it now, said her mother insistently. So Hannah did it. She turned to her son and said, Fine, you don't have to go. Instantly, the yelling stopped. And then Andrew called out, Okay, I'll go. And then Hannah's mother surprised her again. She said, Tell him it's too late. Hannah thought this was crazy, but her mother insisted. So Hannah called out to Andrew, It's too late. And then Andrew started pleading. He really wanted to go to the new school. Hannah channeled her mother again and told him they'd talk about it later. Her mother told her to make him wait at least two hours before giving in and letting him go to the new school. Hannah says, later that evening, when I finally told Andrew that yes, he could go to the new school, he was so grateful that I almost felt guilty. So Hannah got great advice from her mother, advice that can be applied to any situation where you're counseling someone who is afraid of something new and good, but scary. In our second story, Diane Stark passes on another parenting lesson, but one she learned from her daughter, not from her mother. Diane says her children were sitting at the kitchen table. They were playing a game 
they had a stack of index cards and they had written a secret word on each card. And what they would do is tape the card to their foreheads with the word facing out. And then the person who had the card on his or her forehead would have to ask yes or no questions and try to guess the word on the card on the forehead. So they had played with various words until Diane's youngest daughter, Julia, got stuck. The secret word on the card that was on her forehead was love. And she'd already asked more than a dozen questions trying to figure out what this word was on her forehead. But each answer seemed to confuse her even more. None of the clues was helping her guess that the word was love. And Diane was about to suggest that Julia just take a new card when Julia asked this question, is it invisible? So the other two kids were unsure how to answer this. And one of them asked, mom, what do you think? Is the word on Julia's card invisible? So Diane paused to think about it. Is love invisible? For the sake of the game, it was. So she said, well, guys, yes, the word on Julia's card is invisible. We can't see it in the same way we can see a concrete object. Well, that doesn't make sense, Julia said. And Diane tried to explain. In this game, the word on your card is invisible, but in real life, it shouldn't be. And then Diane explained, Julia, when I want to show you your word, I bake chocolate chip cookies or I make your favorite dinner. And if I wanted to show you your word, I might play a game with you or maybe even buy you a present. Julia still didn't know what the word was. So then Diane said, if you wanted to show me your word, you would give me a hug or a kiss. Now Julia got it. Mommy, my word is love. Later, Julia looked concerned and she asked Diane, Mommy, why did you say that love is invisible? And Diane said, well, because it's not an actual object that we can see. Well, little Julia crossed her arms and said, love should never be invisible. And over the next few days, Diane thought about that a lot. She was always so busy cooking and cleaning, but those things didn't really matter to her kids. She thought it was obvious. She was showing them her love by doing those things. But those weren't the same as really being there for them in a way that they could understand because it's not until we become parents that we appreciate all that hard work that our parents did for us. So Diane asked her young children to make a list of ways that her love for them could stop being invisible. And they put a dozen things on the list, including things like having a water balloon fight and playing soccer and playing Monopoly. Well, Diane still had to do all that cooking and cleaning, but she eased back on that a bit. And she started replacing some of those hours with activities from the kids' wish list. And one afternoon, Julia came into the kitchen and said, you're doing a good job, you know? And then she told Diane, that her love was no longer invisible. I'm Amy Newmark, and I want to thank you for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. If you want to learn more about our new books and everything else going on at Chicken Soup for the Soul, join the more than 2 million people who follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or visit our website, chickensoup.com. And if you'd like to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, the best advice I ever heard, you can find it on our website, chickensoup.com, by clicking the podcast button and looking at our featured books. You'll also be able to watch the book trailer there and hear advice from a few more stories from the book.
our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com.